Hey there, and welcome to You Talk. We highlight stories from across Canada, the diverse cultures and communities living here, and organizations that help make life the best it can be. I'm your host, Ryan Funk. With the news we've been seeing about residential schools, understanding and acknowledging the pain of Indigenous communities is more important than ever. Manitoba 150 has announced partnerships to deliver blanket exercises for 50 acts of reconciliation. I talked with Ray Bridges, a board member of Manitoba 150, on how people can get involved in what the conversation on diversity and reconciliation looks like. So this is an opportunity for uh, Manitobans to participate in the blanket exercise. Now, this particular exercise was developed by Kairos uh, and uh, they uh, got together in collaboration uh, with Indigenous elders, knowledge keepers and educators. And they all came together and, and decided, you know, we want to create a program that bridges understanding between non-Indigenous and Indigenous people in terms of what is the history of what Indigenous people uh, went through uh, in terms of colonization and when the settlers first came over. So this incredible uh, program, uh, which I've gone through myself, is so impactful. It really is a great collaborative approach in fostering awareness and education. And throughout the experience uh, that an individual goes through, they are taking on a journey of what Indigenous people experienced uh, in terms of everything from what happened uh, in terms of first contact and taking us all the way through to rights that were taken away, um, the reserve system, residential schools, and where we kind of stand today. It is very powerful. Uh, it's delivered online. So this is an online virtual program. Uh, we're not asking anyone to uh, gather in person. And, and through that, I have to say though, they have done a tremendous job in adapting this program. The original version of the program and the blanket, why they call the blanket exercise, because they use an actual bl physical blanket and everyone physically together, but uh, now we've done it virtually. Can you walk me through what the actual physical event would look like and how the, the virtual version or how it's kind of been translated so essentially uh, instead of uh, using a physical blanket as part of the exercise and this is these are one of those things that you, you kind of have to experience i'll do my best in terms of, of of explaining it but essentially what they've done is in a virtual format is everyone's going to use a sheet of paper to represent a blanket uh, and they walk you through an exercise of dividing up that paper into sections and they explain what those sections are. And then they take you on a journey. Um, essentially, what happens is that um, you are to take away pieces uh, of that of that blanket and of that journey to signify things that indigenous people uh, that were taken away from them. So it is a historical context. Uh, and, and so you, you kind of walk through that kind of experience of having to physically take away um, what is represent, supposed to represent um, either your community or your home. As I said, it's uh, difficult to explain. Uh, it's something you have to experience and, and, and walk through, but it's very impactful. Mm -hmm. And especially with the news that we've been seeing coming out the past couple of weeks, you know, initiatives and, and events like this, I can't be... Uh, understated how important it is to kind of improve that awareness and uh, understanding. 
Yeah, it's all about, you know, education. And, and this program uh, really has done a fantastic job, right? Because it it has, as mentioned, brought together the knowledge keepers and the elders to design the program. And, and this program is delivered by an Indigenous person. How do people participate in this event? How do they find out about it? How do they uh, sign up? Yeah, so the easiest way is to go to manitoba150.com and you'll see right on the front page, there's a a section on the blanket exercise. And if you click through there, uh, it'll explain more about the exercise and uh, take you through the partners um, who can sign you up uh, if you're interested. The program is going to be delivered on and around September 30th. Uh, Our goal is to deliver 50 of these programs across the province and so you would register uh, and then they would come back to you and let you know uh, which date that you could get in on it's a kind of limited uh time she's right now so you gotta make sure you sign up then. yeah yeah so please sign up you have to go in that uh, it is based on you know first come you know first serve uh and it is free uh and is a great opportunity uh, for education and understanding. You mentioned before, um, one of the essential elements of celebrating the 150th anniversary of Manitoba is to engage Manitobans in this conversation about diversity and reconciliation. What do those conversations look like? So those conversations is really about taking the time to understand the truth of what the history is for Indigenous people. Um, now, particularly right now, what's in conversation uh, nationally is uh, around the residential school system. So that's one truth, that, and it is an important truth to talk about. Um, as we look at the, um, the realities that Indigenous people have long known about the graves, uh, Canada is now uh, starting to truly understand uh, what some of those truths are. So. For me, uh, diversity, you know, um, and reconciliation is a chance to really understand those truths and to listen. I think that there are many ways to participate beyond even just a blanket exercise. There are a ton of resources out there. Uh, people can visit um, the uh, the National Center for Truth and Reconciliation website for all kinds of uh, material and education to learn more about the in- indigenous um, uh, truth and past. Mm-hmm. Of course, and. What steps do we need to take to ensure meaningful changes and a healthy and positive relationship with Canada's Indigenous communities? Well, you know, on on the first part of it, as I mentioned, I think it is understanding and truth, right? So um, truth and reconciliation. So truth comes first, right? It's the understanding of what were the harms done to Indigenous people and what are the harms that are still being done today? Uh, I think a lot of Canadians don't actually appreciate the residential school systems closed down not too long ago. Uh, and so it's a really kind of an understanding of, of, of what the impacts are today. Where we want to go in terms of kind of moving forward is I've always you know, believed that every single culture has unique gifts, has unique attributes that it has to share with the rest of the world. Absolutely, you know, uh, myself uh, being uh, Métis, uh, we want to have that bridge of understanding. But what we also want is what was originally um, set out, which was an equal relationship of sharing. That was the original intent um, when um, this relationship started in Canada. And when I think about the amazing gifts and the celebrating of Indigenous culture that could really lend to a very unique conversation is 
around climate, I mean, when we talk about, uh, it's very difficult today to um, not uh, open up a podcast, uh, uh, turn on a, click onto a website on the news and not, and not cover a story of how there's ecological damage and, and challenges that we face. Indigenous people have this viewpoint of living in balance with mother earth and with nature. And I think that that particular uh, type of, of dialogue would be most welcome right now in sharing. And I think that's where we wanna go to. It's how do we excel, celebrate indigenous culture? What makes it unique? Um, we're very proud and, uh, of, of a, lot of those, a lot of those tenets and viewpoints, and we would like to share it with the world. Mm -hmm. I think for myself, just um, uh, talking to some elders and knowledge keepers, um, the information that they have is just so vast and so applicable to uh, to modern life. Like you're mentioning, uh, that environmental thought. Just uh, we're seeing a lot of people being a, wanting to trans transition into that more green, environmentally conscious um, mindset. But indigenous peoples have been living that. <laughs> for forever yeah you know it really is incredible when you look at language now i unfortunately do not speak an indigenous language but i understand by spending time with elegant knowledge keepers the structure of the language and what i find so fascinating about it is the way that they would speak about for example you know in english you would say you know um i am gonna go fishing at the river right but in indigenous um languages you would say you're gonna go be with the river as in um, the river is an entity in itself. Um, and even the way the language is structured and acknowledging that um, the uh, animals are also peoples. Trees are the standing people. Rocks are the sitting people. And so when you have a language and a culture that sees all of that around you as equal, you are going to have a very different relationship with it. Yeah, the, the language is so amazing. It's not just a way of communication. It's integral to the the culture and spirituality of uh, uh indigenous communities yeah and and so with that i believe that our journey of truth and reconciliation is growing into the true image of what we want canada to be a place where all cultures thrive are respected and that there are gifts for every culture to share yeah canada talks about being multicultural uh but we need to ensure that you know the first peoples have an opportunity to share their voices as well. Yes, and 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 that and means listening and and understanding of you know the the the, the truth about the past, which um, Canada is now starting to for the first time I feel have that, and from a national context um, through the discovery um, of of the unmarked graves, and my heart goes out to those families and the healing. But this is where we take that journey from an intellectual conversation and going into the heart. I think that that is also a part of reconciliation, of being okay, of being uncomfortable with hearing about the atrocities that the survivors and those who did not survive going through the residential school systems. This is a very important moment in time and we need to be uncomfortable. We need to go on that journey, feel that pain, and be there so that we can move through the other end in terms of working together in a new way. Yeah, and this uh, blanket exercise is just a first step in kind of building that relationship and understanding. Yes, absolutely. So I, I welcome all of the listeners to uh, visit our website and learn more about it. And um, and uh, 
hope to hope to see you join one of our one of the blanket exercises. Fantastic. And when does it take place again? It'll be all around September 30th. Uh, so please visit our website at um, manitoba150.com. Is there anything else that you would like to uh, share at this time, Sky? Just to really thank you and your listeners uh, and taking the time. And I invite you all to continue this journey of learning uh, more uh, as we go forward on truth and reconciliation. If you have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight, leave a comment on our social media or reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk, and have yourself a good one.